0: It's okay to act weird when you're grieving. I've always said that. People that are going through divorce, I always say, you can be as weird as you want right now because it's hard and you're trying to figure it all out right now. So I have to say the same thing is going to happen, I guess, if someone's lo- has lost a partner in their life as well from death. Well, her sister-in-law just passed away. And the type of contact she's getting from her brother-in-law, oh, like what are you supposed to do with this? Especially when somebody's going through a hard time. Let's figure it out today on the show with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: What's up? Yeah, the 22nd of August. So happy to have you here. This is our daily podcast. It's based in three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I think we all need to have our own personal limitations, right? And like know what your limitations are. And that comes with a lot of things, right? Like drinking alcohol or, you know, knowing uh, how much food you can eat or how much you can exercise. I have got to learn that if it involves the word fest. Oh, no. I probably shouldn't do it. Uh Uh-oh. It's just not who I am on the inside. Mm. Any type of festival if it's called a fest or a festival I should probably just just stay away from it, right? It's mm-hmm. just not my thing. And it can be, listen, there's some people like Jess for example, give Jess my radio co-host a, a festival that woman will show up and show out like no other. Loves oh, it. Oh yeah, goes and to,
1: she loves the fair. Goes to all the vendors, she loves all goes those to corn- yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's an extrovert.
0: I have to keep this kind of chill because this, these people used to be a client. And they make, I don't know if they'd ever be a future client again or not, but I just got to be honest about this. Over the weekend was um, our uh, vegan vegan soul fest here in Maryland. And I really wanted to go last year because I, uh, well, obviously I'm vegan and a vegan festival had never been before. It sounded like it was going to be fun, right? So I got uh, one of my vegan friends and we went over to the vegan soul fest this weekend. Now, for a lot of people, I'm sure this was like, so much fun. This place was packed out, y'all. Like, I mean, we're talking uh, – I mean, I, I, I'm so bad at, at est, you know estimating people. But like it was busy. And there was a part of me that was so incredibly happy. This event was so big and so happy and so fun for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm estimating – I don't know. I'm so bad. There could have been 10,000 or 100,000 people and I wouldn't know the difference, I feel like. Um, but it was big. Was
1: it all like in one area? Uh,
0: it like was in a park. food
1: trucks? Food, Not there nothing. was food
0: trucks. They had vendors. They had a mm. uh, stage with live music going on all day. It mm. was it, was it right? Fun. I My batteries drain really fast in these situations. <laughs> and I forgot because I haven't been to anything called a fest in a long time, right? Like mm-hmm. I, stay, I stayed away from these things because I knew... Uh, these kind of things like aren't for me. Now I'm an introvert, right? So I love mm-hmm. to stay home, I love to be by myself and I <laughs> I forgot that uh th- this this is beyond my limitations. So I got there at probably 12:30 and mm-hmm. uh luckily I had VIP tickets. I was able to go in a back entrance and that was really that was really special to be able to do mm-hmm. and I uh, got in, I started like walking around, checking out all the, all the stuff there was to see. And mm-hmm. at this point, see, I told myself, and this is where, where I think I really screwed up is I said, first of all, I didn't expect a lot of people to be there. Right. Cause I'm like uh, a vegan festival. This is not going to be very busy mm-hmm. in, in Maryland at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't expect it to be huge crowds. And so I, my mindset was I'm going to eat an early breakfast. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to be there around lunchtime. I got there about 1230. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna walk there too because it wasn't too far from my house. And I was like, it would probably take me 20 minutes to walk, maybe 30 minutes to walk over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, why not get out and walk? Right. Mm. So I walk over and. Um, what
1: was the weather like?
0: It was hot. So uh, in the day before, so Saturday was beautiful, right? It was like mm-hmm. a beautiful, almost fall esque, or like the feeling of mm. fall is coming, you know, like the, the cool breeze. Day was hot, yes. but like it was a cool breeze that came through. Awesome. So I expected Sunday to kind of be the same feeling. It was not, but I didn't realize this until about halfway down my walk. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I was going to meet my friend over there. So I was like, well, I got no option. I got to like, got to keep going. Right. So i mm-hmm. walk. walking. It, it probably took me know, 30 minutes probably to get over there. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, again, I planned this out. Right. So at 1230, I could like eat my lunch. Right. Y'all <laughs> like literally, 10,000 or 100,000 people there, a lot of people there, right? Mm-hmm. And there's lines, like, it, it's it's like Disney. Like, if y'all have listened to this podcast oh, no. for a long time, and oh, like, you remember my Disney World experience last January <laughs> where I literally pitched a fit and ran out of there because I just couldn't handle the weights and the lines anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't have it in me, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm like, oh, my God. Like, these lines are at least, no bullshit, probably 50 people deep each place, Right. And it's not moving fast. And so I meet up with my friend and I'm like, well, should we like, should we like even try to do this? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I feel like we should, right? Because like we're mm-hmm. here and we realized there was a place that uh, instead of standing in line, they say we do mobile orders. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because I can like put a mobile uh-huh. order in and then go uh-huh. and join the festival and like come back. Right. Uh-huh. So I, I, I'm like, oh, this is great. So I'm like, uh, I scan the QR code. And it was like, at this point, it was like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, your food would be ready by one forty three And I'm like, okay, it's 45 minutes, but that's fine. Like it's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, a little hangry. I'm but,
1: standing in line. Right.
0: It'll be a little bit hangry, but that's fine. It's better than standing in line. Mm-hmm. And I can go do something else, right? So mm-hmm. I do that uh, and I, I place my order and uh, I feel good about that. And then I'm like, oh, as I'm walking out, back out to like the, the main area with all the stuff. I said, Oh my God, they have a vegan sushi place here too. It's all vegan sushi. Oh. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, let me, uh, let me go. I guess what, what I can do, this makes sense. I'll just stand in line. We can just stand in line, and get vegan sushi. Right. And then when we get to the line, then we can go back over and get the, our other food. And we got like all this vegan food. This is going to be great. We'll be out of here by one forty five. Mm-hmm. you know, or we can go explore whatever. Right. Still mm-hmm. not a bad problem. Mm-hmm. Standing in the back of this line is probably 30 people, 40 people deep, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, this is probably going to move fast. Y'all I did not move fast. And the day <laughs> only continued to get hotter. Oh, no. And at first, it's like and kind no of no
1: shade, right? It's like,
0: you no know, shade. It's like kind of fun because you're like, okay, this is a fun experience. And slowly, it's music. people yeah, are happy. It's sl-
1: slowly, it smells good. And
0: surely, that. <laughs> that excitement starts to like wear off, right? It starts to wear off like real fast. And then all of a sudden, like I'm getting hungry. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's moving probably like, it's like five minutes per person to like order. It's, mm-hmm. it's so incredibly slow. And so this whole time I'm like, well now, now here it's one right? My, my food should be ready to the place. I say, Hey, this is much of my, my yoga friend. I like, hey, stand here. I'm going to go and, um, I'm gonna I'll go get our food from this other place, and then I'll, I'll meet you back here.
1: Mm-hmm. Walk
0: back over to the other place to pick up my food. Oh my god, we're like thirty minutes behind.
1: Oh no! And I'm like, oh, oh okay. no! By this so, time, you've been there over an hour and a half. Yeah,
0: yeah. So then it's like, okay, no, so that's gonna be like two fifteen. You are
1: when you're hungry, oh,
0: So then, like, all of a sudden, it's like two o'clock, right? Two fifteen. Mm-hmm. So at two fifteen, like we're probably still ten people back. And I said, let me go back over here. Now it's like a mutiny over at this other place where my food's <laughs> supposed to be ready because there's now a hundred other people that said their food was going to be ready. best food is ready, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to figure out like what it was and like, is this my food? Is this my, where's my food? Where am I? And I see my order. Oh, no. I see my order sitting there, but I'm like, I'm like a hundred oh. people deep. And I'm like, I just need to, excuse me. I just want to, uh, I just need to like get it through. I just want to, excuse me really quick, really quick. Can I just uh, get through here and, uh. But I, I couldn't like push through. So I had to like stand in the back of this crowd. that's all like pushing and shoving, trying to get like their figure mm-hmm. out where their food was. Probably at eventually, 2:45. Oh gosh. I got all my food. And I'm oh, like, no. We gotta go.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And my friend that I'm with is having more fun. She's like an extrovert. She's a yoga teacher. She likes all that stuff. She's having mm-hmm. more fun than I am. But I'm like, I. I have to go. Mm. Um, So if you would also like to leave, I understand if you want to stay, that's fine. I can't stay here anymore. I literally took my food and I came home and I (laughs) sat in my condo and I ate my food. And I'm like, I can never, I got to remember this kind of stuff, right? Like some of these things, we talk about this, right? Some things seem fun Mm -hmm. on the surface level, right? Mm -hmm. A vegan festival sounds amazing. All this Mm -hmm. vegan food, vegan food trucks. If you're Mm -hmm. an introvert, Mm-hmm. I don't recommend going to anything called a fest <laughs> because it just, I don't think you're going to get the experience you're expecting to get in your head. Right. And
1: mm-hmm. that's exactly
0: mm-hmm. how <laughs> I literally had a meltdown, a mental meltdown mm-hmm. at the vegan soul. Fest. But don't get me wrong. Tons of people had a lot of people having fun out there. They were having fun. I just can't do lines. I can't do mm-hmm. heat. I can't do waiting. I can't do mm-hmm. hungry. It was like, the, it was like the trifecta
1: mm-hmm. of bad.
0: And, uh, <laughs> So
1: well now, you know the the not waiting in line thing isn't so much about being an introvert because you know your dad hates that.
0: I just I mean, he
1: wouldn't even hardly sit at a red light.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I know? just don't have the patience I mean, for it. You know, like I just I'd rather just not go right. Like I'd rather just know right. that like it's just I'd rather order some food or go mm-hmm. to a restaurant that was you know I'd rather go to like my favorite restaurant and consistently get the same thing versus like. And the, the, and the sushi was just delicious. Just go to
1: Chipotle and call it a day.
0: Exactly. For knowing my temperament. <laughs> again, you got to know your limitations, right? Knowing my temperament. Yeah. I'm not a fest kind of guy. And I just have to know that about myself, right? Like I'm just not not cut out to be. Oh,
1: gosh. I remember when a
0: uh, Phoenix family, you'll remember this. Like remember when we used to do Country Thunder And like that was a four day music festival and Mm -hmm. again, fest. And (laughs) I, I couldn't do it. I literally, so so the first year, only two years, the first year they gave me my own RV and not in, well, a room in an RV, I should say, and mm-hmm. I it was awful because like it was just noise around you all the time. We were backstage, but still, like it was just constant noise. I, I couldn't sleep well. I tried to put earplugs in. I slept awful. And so for four days, I Oof. had to, kind of had to have that, um, that environment. Not good for me, right? Mm-hmm. So then the next year, y'all literally, I literally rented rented a house with my own money to go stay <laughs> off the the property and it was still close. It was probably like a 15, 20 minute drive, but like it was close uh-huh. to the property enough to where I could like leave because I'm like, uh-huh. I just can't do festivals.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't.
0: It's like, mm-hmm. it. it and please remind me if you ever see the word fest, remind me like, mm-hmm. don't, Do it, and you make me feel the same way, right?
1: Invite him to a fest. Yeah, I can't. I just can't (laughs) do it.
0: Uh, I had probably one of the worst days of work that I've had since I've been here, Mm -hmm. and I want to mark this down. Today is the twenty second, and I, um, I want to remember this day because I think what happened today at work feels very reminiscent of what happened in San Diego before I got let go.
1: No. And
0: I think that it's either well, similar but different. It's t- today was like like a breaking point. It was definitely a breaking point. And it's either going to I'm gonna call it now. Things are either going to get dramatically better or they're gonna get dramatically worse. And I'm not sure which way it's gonna go. It was a true mm. like Jerry Maguire moment today. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since this is on recording, I would know better than to give you all the details because that's the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that there is no mistake with anybody that listens to this podcast or knows the situation that knows that I have been extremely frustrated with my producer situation at work. Mm-hmm. And I have gone through a lot of different rigmaroles of maybe it's going to happen, maybe it's not. I see a lot of you guys... So funny you! you I, I love that you think of me when you see different memes. There was a uh, God. I wish I could remember what this was now, but it was like when somebody at work tells me, "Oh my God, what was it?" But a couple of you guys sent me this video. It was like when, when my when I hear all these promises at work, I call them deja poo, because I know they're a bunch of <laughs> shit or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh God, yeah!" Like I, that's, <laughs> that's how I felt for the last three years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Deja poo. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I want to give you, and the reason why I bring this up is for well, two reasons. Number one, I want to mark this day down. Let's see how the, the next couple of months play out. Because if I'm quote unquote budget cutted out of this one, uh, mm. let's go ahead and just know it wasn't a budget cut. So mm. I, uh, I was called into a meeting today, and obviously I'm going to leave this kind of generic of who was involved in everything, but um, uh, knowing that the frustrations have grown immensely with the situation uh, with have not having a producer. And what I think that I didn't realize is that there's actually a whole bunch of things, none of them that would have been probably a sit down kind of discussion, Mm -hmm. but we, because I think the producer things become so big that everything had to like get laid out of why I am frustrated with the current station that I'm at. And listen, every station I work at, I'm frustrated at some level, right? So it's just, it's just like your job. It's, it's no different. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to think. Mm-hmm. I think everyone thinks like radio people. We just have this super cushion. And we deal with the same bullshit that y'all deal with. I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. We have budgets. We have ratings. We have deadlines. We have clients. We have everything that y'all have to deal with too. Mm-hmm. We just gotta smile. With human beings. Yeah, we just gotta smile while we do ours. You know, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So uh, I laid everything out. And I was extremely transparent and probably overly transparent in a way. Uh, The conversation got pretty heated. Uh, I won't even say on which side, but there's definitely like moments of high emotion. Um, And I I don't know because here – and I know that we all go through this, and this is the reason I bring this up, is because I know – I can't type any of these show notes out, by the way, if you wonder why, why the show has no show notes today with the, with the description of what's happening on today's show, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's because I can't put anything, but what we just talked about on the show notes. Um,
1: just between us fans.
0: I, I literally am proud of myself because I've aired out every grievance that I have
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the place that I work. And like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be true and authentic, mm-hmm. then like, I'm proud of myself <laughs> for doing that. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yeah. Clean slate.
0: But what I realize is corporate America doesn't really like to hear the truth.
1: <laughs> no, they don't. Uh-uh. They want uh, you to play the game.
0: The, yeah. they I, And that's why I'm really curious on how this is going to turn out because I was in – this is no bullshit. I was in this meeting for two and a half hours. Oof. Two and a half hours I was in this meeting, um, some with a group of people, some just one-on-one with, with uh, some people. And uh, I uh, – I, I I walk away feeling pretty proud at the way the conversation went uh, mm-hmm. from my hand, and also extremely apprehensive with how it will be accepted. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, you probably you found said, yourself in these situations. You before. said what
1: you what you needed to say, but you're not sure how how it will be yeah, received. I have
0: no idea, y'all. Like if I yeah. if if all of a sudden they they put out some bullshit story that I wanted to like you know. <laughs> he wanted to go spend more time with his family that's what they always say They like, just know that's not true I mean not it's not true it's like I well, just anyone
1: that listens to this podcast you know, not I true. spend
0: enough time with my family <laughs> no one else spends more time with their mom than I do um, or he wants to go pursue his podcast like, like no like the truth mm. is I spoke up for myself today mm. and I'm proud of myself for that and I have mm. absolutely no idea how that's going to turn out so mm-hmm. um, I don't know mom thoughts on all that
1: mm-hmm you know, I think it's always powerful to speak your truth. Yeah, even though you know it could come back to bite you in, in the end. You know, you don't want to play the game. You I just don't. I just don't want to I mean, like you've done fake it for smile. Twenty years and twenty-one you know, years, by the way. How about that? Twenty-one years. Yeah. Uh,
0: twenty-one Woo-hoo. years. I have been hosting morning shows for sixteen <laughs> and in uh, radio for uh, for twenty-one years, as mm-hmm. of. Uh, uh, the it was on Sunday and Mom uh-huh. posted that this on weekend. the certified fan page. I'm like, thanks for remembering that. Cause I totally forget August 20th was my morning show anniversary. <laughs> yeah, um, is it better to speak the truth though, you think, or is better to shut your mouth and like let it go? Because I feel well, like I spoke what, my truth. Yeah. I spoke my my truth, the very hard truth in San Diego. And this is, I know everybody's still waiting mm-hmm. for the San Diego story. I don't know if I'm ever going to tell it, but if I do, you know, I'll I'll be transparent with you as I can.
1: And you're all the better for it because you're no longer working with all those toxic people.
0: Well, I mean, no yeah, but it,
1: their game. But it came I mean, with a
0: lot of it came with a lot of
1: a lot of losses. A
0: lot of loss because I wanted to be honest about something.
1: It did. And
0: so, do we think in corporate America, we, we just have to like shut the hell up and smile because if we're honest mm-hmm. and everything, and and you know what, I left today with the people that I was meeting with, them validating that all of my feelings, they they understood. And it took a long time to get there, obviously two and a half hours,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: they they said. I understand where you're coming from. Like I mm-hmm. do, like it makes sense of why you are feeling the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So like, that's good. Uh, right. yeah. but.
1: And honestly, I think when people do that, other people wish they could do likewise. I just the don't know, man. That, that, you know, someone can speak their truth and stand tall and firm in their convictions and, and say clearly and, articulately what they believe and what they feel and you know i i mean i think at the end of the day you always win when that happens do you though i think so
0: I, I just don't know business if you do and i'm trying to like figure that out cuz i just don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: that in business well, if you're supposed to speak not the, the truth MO. i mean yeah. it's certainly
1: not the mo i mean you're always going against the grain when you do that yeah but you know the more of us that do it the more of you that do it, then the more common it becomes, and at some point in time, maybe not in your lifetime, people may actually be able to speak truth to one another. I hope you know, amazing.
0: I hope that's true. I'll tell you mm. this really quick too. I'm extremely proud of Jessica Dutra. Um, mm-hmm. She and again, I'm I'm not trying to tell anybody else a story, but myself. But I can just tell you that uh, Jess is such a. Uh, just such a young woman now, you know, like I sat there Mm -hmm. in this meeting today. I'm like, God damn it. Like you, who are you? You know, Mm -hmm. like she was so well, she was so Mm -hmm. well-spoken. She didn't hold back, uh, but she Mm -hmm. was mature about it at the same time. She was very, I I was, I was scared. I was gonna have to leave the conversation. Right. And all of a sudden, Jess just leads right in and I'm like, damn, okay, girl, here we go. (laughs) Uh, So I was Mm -hmm. extremely proud of, Of young Jess. For those who have known Jess for a long time, maybe you listened to us in San Diego, it's just kind of funny to me to watch her kind of blossom into her own, you know?
1: Sure, Uh, you've watched her grow up.
0: Yeah. Like she couldn't have had that conversation three years ago. So I was really proud that she stood her own. She felt, you know, confident. Her and I haven't had a chance to like catch up yet, but I was just really proud of
1: Mm -hmm. of that
0: moment. So just know if I get fired anytime soon, it absolutely Mm -hmm. was not whatever story they're telling you.
1: Live with your mama.
0: It's not because I wanted to live in my parents' basement for a, a period of time. That was not my, my master plan. So, uh, but let me know too. Seriously, if you want to talk about that on the certified fans page, like, what do you think? Do you feel like you just like, like the key to uh, success in business is to shut your mouth? Mm-hmm. Because I this is now twice I've spoken up and once I got fired for it and the other one, I'm not sure. So, mm-hmm. let me know your feelings on that because I don't, I just don't, I don't know how to mm-hmm. navigate this, this world very well when it comes to the, playing the BS game, you know?
1: Well, not anymore. Ugh, You've man. done it so long, you just almost can't do it. It's like when you become real, you cannot be unreal again. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if that makes
0: sense. 100%. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Quote for today, mom.
1: Okay. Um. You know, your sister and, Brother-in-law, John and Maggie, have just moved to Knoxville, and I'm having the same conversation with her that I've been having with you. Um, And this is what Constance Hadley wrote. If you're feeling disconnected or lonely, don't look for a best friend. Look for a few regular points of contact every week, and then genuinely, over time, seek out ways to get to know them. I think you, you finally come to that in Baltimore, and, you know, Maggie's having to learn that in Knoxville because she's been friends with her Atlanta friends since grade school, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. now she knows no one. Right. So she's having to figure out where she fits in and where she's going to hang, and it won't be with the Skullhead people. And
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, we um, we are. Um, I, I'm just realizing the amount of work. I think honestly, it's harder to make friendships than it is to date, uh, mm. because I feel like you have to put almost as much effort into it. You know we what, do. what I mean? Just it's like a checking in, hey, like, what's up with your week, or like, it's uh-huh. just, I, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of going to vegan festivals uh, <laughs> and sweating your ass off and being, I being hungry.
1: Was okay being left there. Is this the one I met? Yeah. Oh yeah, she was perfectly fine yeah
0: yeah yeah um, <laughs> she's
1: definitely independent <laughs> yeah
0: um so it was it was fine but mm. i uh it's hard man like we, again we've talked about this enough but it's having <laughs> i would almost say and for y'all that are married just know this making friends is almost as difficult as dating so just <laughs> just keep that uh keep that in mind today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp's important. And I know there's probably been times in your life where you felt uncertain, kind of about like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right thing? I mean, there's there's no map for life. And I know maybe there's like a career change that maybe you've been thinking about, or maybe your relationship needs some TLC. I mean, there's been so many times I've hopped on BetterHelp the last couple of years since we've been using them. And just to like help talk this stuff out, like therapy can kind of be a, a map for your future, even though there is no quote unquote map, but like really help you f- sort out your feelings. You know, I mean, I honestly, I mean, a lot of decisions that I've made, I've, I've hopped on to better help for a couple sessions or a couple months and talked them out, you know, and uh, feel like I've gotten some really good self clarity and like feel really good about decisions that I've made because i've been in therapy and BetterHelp honestly has been the easiest way i've ever done therapy it's been the greatest i know i'm, I'm a big i'm you know i use two different kind of therapies and i'm I, I do more give me some more therapies and i'll do them you know i i'm a big fan of kind of unpacking your stuff and working on yourself and uh it's w- one of my favorite things to do and i think BetterHelp honestly is the easiest way for you to get connected to a therapist as fast as you can and it's the easiest way too. absolutely you know i do i do in-person therapy too and i do better help and I mean, when in-person therapy comes around, I'm like, oh, man, I got to drive somewhere. like, damn. (laughs) So with BetterHelp, it's just, it's a whole lot easier. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kramer today to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: All right, certified fans. Thank you for another day of Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, Appreciate you so much. Certified fans are people that contribute a few bucks to our show. And I'll tell you too. Let me tell you something. When I got into the car after this two and a half hour meeting today, the first person people I thought about actually were certified fans. And really this podcast in general. Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, it's just so nice to have a place of like support. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you realize that like, you're like, oh, it's six bucks a month. It's a cup of coffee or whatever. But for me, like, Every single person that contributes to this show is is basically it's like like patting me on the back saying, like, we got this, we can do this, like mm-hmm. you're, you know, we believe in you and we want to keep seeing this podcast produced and it just, it means a lot. So I'm very, we
1: love each other. I mean, we really take care of each other on the, on the the fan page page is
0: amazing because people can come on there and share their, their excitements and their Mm -hmm. fears and their pains and their sadness. And we all kind of support Mm -hmm. one another. It's, it's, it's the coolest community I've ever built. And I, I've obviously built a lot of radio communities in the last 21 years, Mm -hmm. but I've really been thankful for, uh, for this one because no one is funding this, but you, and I never thought this would be a thing, but anyway, this I'm just, just know I'm thankful for you. So if you want to become a certified fan, we'd love it. I know there's one more person this month that's got our back. Uh, you can text the word fans, F a N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And become a certified fan at $6 a month. And then you'll see the perks of everything that comes with that. And new perks coming soon. Don't have full confirmation on that yet. I'm still working every day behind the scenes to get the Mama's Boy 2.0 kind of uh, situated. But uh, we don't have anybody new today. So, Mom, I don't have my wheel open. You just want to just tell me a number? How about that? Mama's Choice today. Oh, Mama's Choice.
1: Okay. Why don't Between we go? Between 1 and
0: 470 something.
1: Okay. Let's go to like number 85.
0: All right. Mama's Choice. Mama's Choice. Um, This is Ruby R. Ruby R. Oh, I don't uh, think Ruby. we've
1: ever shouted her out. I don't think we have.
0: Bonita, California, okay. San Diego. Uh, okay. Thank you so much, Ruby. You've been with us now for a minute. Maybe mm. for the first day. Uh, No, the first week that we had certified fans. You've been with us ever since then. That's really awesome. Oh, thank you for super. your continued support for Certified Mama's Boy. I mean, that's a long time to support a podcast. And because of you, we've been mm. able to like grow and Figure this thing out and just come on here on bad days and good days and just talk it out. So thank you. No, Ruby, know that without you, that we wouldn't be able to have the same show. Um, so thank you for your continued support. Let's give Ruby R a whoop whoop mom.
1: Okay. Whoop, whoop to Ruby R from yes. California. Grateful for you.
0: Thankful to so really awesome. quick. Oh, by the way, uh, text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer8. You can go to certifiedmamasboy.com and you can join us over there. Or you can go uh, to the show notes of this podcast, which will contain nothing except the links for the things that you can go join, such as certified fans, because I can't put any of this in writing because people will see it and be like, what's this about? Oh, I didn't <laughs> know he's talking about this, and then I'll get in trouble. And it's just... um, really quick, uh, San Diego fam, so happy to see that everybody's okay. It mostly seemed like the storm that came through was mm-hmm. pretty mild. I had yes, a feeling that God. was going to happen only because I've lived through a million of those things in Florida. And mm-hmm. so I was hoping that by the time, whenever they say tropical storm, I usually say, okay, we're chill. Uh, so I, I'm glad to see, it was, almost became like a running joke on social media, but just know I'm very thankful. I think it was my mom's prayers that stopped it, so we can thank her for mm. uh, talking to Jesus <laughs> for us. Thank you,
1: mom. Oh, yeah. I wish I had that kind of power. <laughs> it was all our collective <laughs> prayers that
0: It was happy to see that, man. That was was
1: wonderful.
0: That was scary. I've got a couple of friends in uh, San Diego that I was talking to and it sounded like it was almost like COVID part two. Everybody trying to go buy everything up and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: especially when you're not used to that kind of stuff. Like in Florida, people were just like, eh, that's interesting. But like I know there it's a way different scene. It never happens.
1: It hardly ever rains there.
0: Yep. Exactly. All right. So let's do Ask My Mom. This is our advice segment we do Tuesday, Thursday. If we were going through a dilemma and need some advice, we invite you to go to CertifiedMamasBoy.com. Click on Contact Us. Tell us your dilemma of what's happening. And my mom will give you some motherly advice. She's been a mom now for 44 years. Long time. And then we as your podcast family hop in and give you our two cents as well. So what's today, mom?
1: Dear Mama Nancy, My sister-in-law, my husband's sister, recently passed away unexpectedly last week. My daughter was quite close to her, and I considered her a great friend. I have been in touch with her husband because I feel badly for him. We started talking regularly, and he has, he has started calling me often. Then on Tuesday, he mentioned that when he first met me, He would have pursued me if he hadn't been with my sister-in-law, because he was very attracted to me. I am not, nor have I ever been, interested. I know this is a hard time for him, but I can't be the person to take her place. I understand he is grieving, but how do I react here? As of today, I've stopped responding to his text. I'm sad for his loss, but one has to go through those difficult times of grief regardless. Do I sound heartless? The funeral is next week. I want to honor my sister-in-law, but this is weird. And now I'm thinking I should not even go to the funeral. What should I do? Oh, that's so sad. I'm so sorry um, for your loss. Um, And, you know, I think you need to just forgive him. Because when people are grief-stricken and traumatized and it's always traumatizing when someone dies unexpectedly they do bizarre things um so I, i think that you should kind of take that with a grain of salt i think it's good that you're not responding to those texts anymore but um i think i would definitely go to the funeral it's a time for all of you and your family to grieve together it sounds like you all are fairly close and you cared about her. Um, and it would be important for your daughter to be there and for you to be there to support her and and your husband. So I think I would definitely go to the funeral and just forgive him and ignore any other, you know, advances he may make towards you. Um, because it it may just it may just go away. I mean, it's that's just hard. It's just a hard time. I just
0: don't know the balancing act with that, though. Right? Like, are you supposed to say? Because, like, ugh, that's, that's messy, messy. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're supposed to say like, "All right, leave me alone," versus like not respond if a guy's going through it. Now, let's talk about the, the mental health aspect of that right? on both mm-hmm. sides, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So.
0: If he's already going through all this and he's like kind of leaning on you, which is inappropriate clearly, but like you just mm-hmm. like shut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to preserve yourself, but like, is it worth having a conversation and being like, Hey, you know, I'm just, I, I, this is inappropriate. Or like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, this gives me anxiety thinking about this. This, this may be the, uh, the the second worst conversation I've heard about today. Um <laughs> I, I just don't know if she needs to say anything, though. Do you think she needs to, like, say something to him to, like, make it very clear, other than just not responding to his text?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would right now. I think if it, if it continues to happen, um, maybe she could, and she could speak to her husband about it, but... Is she married?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So
1: her, her husband's sister that died.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and it doesn't say ex-husband. It says her husband, so I'm assuming... right. That they're together. Right. Um, But yeah, I I would just kind of forgive him and overlook it right now and not take it too seriously and see what happens down the road. If it continues, then you may need to say something. But for right now, I'd leave it alone and I would definitely go to the funeral and be with your family.
0: I don't know. And especially with the funeral coming up, I I almost disagree with that. Um, I almost wonder if... You need to like set that boundary with him before the funeral, um,
1: but at the expense of her daughter and her husband and her in laws and all the I people that don't she know. could support. Yeah, I do. Well, I just there. feel
0: like if you're if you're like blatantly mm. honest with him that hey, listen, like this is I want to make I know you're going through a hard time and validate the feelings of it, right? Of like, mm-hmm. hey, I know this is hard. I'm sure this is you know confusing.
1: Mm-hmm. I just want to be
0: honest though that like this is making me uncomfortable and I want to make sure mm-hmm. I can still be here for you, but like we can't have this kind of talk
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: don't want to make things weird. And like I, you know, if you truly do understand where he's coming from, that he's going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost wonder if you do say something,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, just to make mm-hmm. sure that like you guys can all go to the funeral and not be weird. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. Like, does she need to say something about that or does she just leave it alone? Anybody been in a weird spot? And this is obviously a very unique situation, but if you've ever been in a spot like this, or you just got some, t- uh, your two cents is perfect too. 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you.
1: Okay, honey. Love you forever.
0: Hey, shout out, by the way, to everybody going back to school in San Diego today. I'm trying to keep up there by school schedule. San Diego, I think, was supposed to be yesterday. This is San Diego Unified. Uh, but the, the rain pushed everything back. So I think everyone in San Diego Unified is going back to school today. It is so good to have you back here. We took the summer off. Thank you for coming back to Certified Mama's Boy. And we'll see you tomorrow for a moment in Kramer history.
1: Okay, that's it for today.